720 WGN live here in Hazelcrest for probably one of the biggest occasions, well, certainly in the racing world, but maybe in, in Hazelcrest history. Who knows? We've got two of the owners of uh, Rahal Lanigan Letterman Racing, and uh, we've got Mike Lanigan. We've got Bobby Rahal. Guys, welcome to welcome to WGN, but welcome to your own celebration. Yeah, thank you. I'm, uh, you know, it's great having it here at uh, my Jack Lanco headquarters, and uh, for all the people, all the uh, the team members at, uh, at my Jack to enjoy the moment with the car and everything in Tacoma so it's uh it's uh you know pretty hard to beat it doesn't get any better than this and as as an owner this is this is what you're in to the whole thing for but to be able to have that opportunity not only to experience it but also to share it with so many people here at the company talk a little bit about that yeah well we've been in racing for 28 years now and um it's so nice to share the experience with all our employees they're all part of our team and uh, what really impresses me the most is all the smiles on our, our people's faces and how, how special they're being treated. And, and, of course, you know, being from Chicago, boss from Chicago, and I'm from Chicago, and it's a great Chicago connection. Yeah. It's one of the real perks of, of working here, one of the perks I don't think you could get pretty much anywhere else. When it comes to team ownership, when it comes to winning, you know, races like this and championships, obviously on the track it's important. But, Mike, talk a little bit about sort of how important it is to have the, the right owners in place. It's one thing to have the financial security. It's another thing to have the know-how and experience. But talk about the unique group that you guys have with uh, Dave Letterman, Bobby, yourself. Well, you know, the biggest priority that Bob and I have, and David, is, you know, we want to win, period. There's a lot of uh, teams out there with strictly a financial situation. But for us, you know, we're here to win. We're not here to come in second. And it's a, it's a very, very competitive business. And um, we're getting to the point right now we're one of the top teams, if not the top team. And, and it's, it's just such a pleasure to see the growth of the relationship between Bob and David and I over the last uh, 10 years, quite frankly. And now we've reached the pinnacle, and now that we're there, we want to stay up here. So, Bobby, I wanted to ask you, when we talked with you right before the race, one of the things that we mentioned, it's one thing to have a great driver like Takuma's experienced success in the past and do it, but you had the whole team dialed in. Talk about that, having you know, not only just one great driver succeeding, but the entire team right there. Yeah, well, you know, before the race, we, were, uh, we kind of had a little pep rally in the garage area, uh, you know, with every all the teams and the mechanics and what have you, Mike and I were there, and and I said to everybody at the time, I said, I've, I, I have to say, I've never felt this good about where we are as a team, and uh, in terms of how we're prepared and all the work that we that we did over the previous year, and you know, obviously had great qualifying, but I just never, I felt really good about you know where we were, and of course, sure enough. Five hours later, we end up winning the 500 and finishing third, too. So you're right. And that's such a fine, you know, that, that balance in that team. It doesn't take much for that to, to, in any team, for it to get upset. And yet, despite all the, the, the coronavirus limitations and this and that and the compression and the schedule, it was really hard on the team members up to the point of Indy. And, and you just had to be really proud. And uh, so I expressed that. Mike, you know, said the same to them. And... Uh, like I said, here we were five hours later, and we were the 500 champions. So, um, you know, now we just, uh, as like Mike said, we, we're at the top. We, we like the view from the top, you know, and uh, we'd like to stay there. When it comes to, to the other apartment, David Letterman, oftentimes, you know, when someone wins the 500, they'll show up on his show, right? Yeah. This time you're providing him with the opportunity to be a part of it. What was, what was his thought? I mean, obviously that's what he gets into it for, but as a guy from Indy, there's some connections there too. Oh, he, he was, uh, you know, of course, the first time we won in 04, 
uh, he, uh, you know, was obviously really thrilled being an Indianapolis guy and, you know, and just really um, worshiping the 500 since the day he was a kid. And it was no different this year. You know, you, you, he, we, he won it again, we won it again, and yet he was just as thrilled. And, uh, you know, it's one of those deals that David, that usually he knows what to say all the time. And, frankly, after the race, he's kind of speechless. He doesn't know quite what to say. And it just shows that, that that's the impact of winning the race uh, has on, on him personally. And, you know, really happy for that. I was super happy for Mike and his family to, you know, as Mike said, they've been involved with IndyCar racing for almost 30 years. And to finally achieve the, the goal that they've been chasing for so many years. I was just really, uh, really pleased for the Lanigan family, and um, I mean, of course, I like it too. But uh, so Chicago's always had a rich history you know, involved with, with the Speedway, you know, with the Bettenhausen family and oh, yeah. the Granatellis, you know, and I'm sure I'm missing many others. And so Chicago's always had a, a strong connection with the, with the 500, and you know, I think frankly, we want to try to. I'm not sure people know that, you know, and so we need to. We need to work hard to build that back up because uh, so many of the spectators at the Speedway are are from this area. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to bring the... So I kind of like the Stanley Cup. It's nice to bring the Cup to Chicago. We wish it wasn't necessarily in a pandemic setting. You bring up the connections with Chicago. And uh, Donald Davidson filled us in, too, that for WGN personally, it was the first radio station to ever broadcast the Indy 500. Well, there you go. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure I'm missing a few others in terms of their involvement uh, with Indianapolis uh, that live there from the Chicago area. But, uh, no, it's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a great uh, relationship. And, of course, Borg Warner was headquartered here in Chicago. Uh, just really thrilled that we could have the, the uh, Borg Warner Trophy up here for the last day or two and share it with people. Um, and, you know, just a great couple of days. Last thing, you know, the, the world is sick. Obviously, the race team has never been better. But your thoughts on, like, the state of, of IndyCar now? You've got, whether it's with Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you know, as it kind of closes out another season, gets ready for 21. I think the sport is as strong as maybe it's been. Well, I, you know, it's it, frankly, has come through the all the restrictions and everything uh, probably as good or better than any professional sport and and let's not forget you know a year ago Roger Penske bought uh, the Speedway bought IndyCar and that's that was huge for us I think as a as a team to have that kind of stability that kind of leadership in IndyCar racing and and because of of Roger's uh Commitment. Uh, I don't think there's any question that we're, we're just saying the, this is the beginning of great days ahead for IndyCar racing. Oh, I agree. And great days ahead today and, of course, uh, the last couple of days and as you share the trophy with so many people here in Chicago. Congratulations again, Mike, Bobby, the 500 champ. Thank you very much. And thank you very much. Back to that same old place, sweet home, Chicago.